and welcome to The Trials, the system playtest actual play podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is The Trial of Numenera, episode number three, Teamwork. In this, our final episode of this series of The Trial, we wrap up the adventure that Lex has run from us, which again is from the core book. So if you have the uh, Numenera system core book, then you can follow along on the adventure. Uh, we did not actually get 100% through it. We kind of completed it, but there were some areas that were left unexplored. And just because of timing issues, we unfortunately had to wrap up there. But we had a lot of fun. I thought it was a, an interesting game, an interesting system. I think Lex does an amazing job. Uh, again, I hope you guys will check out some of his podcasts as well over at StarWalkerStudios.com. Also on iTunes, particularly GM Intrusions, which is a Numenera-specific one. Or his newest Game Master's Journey, which is sort of a... It talks a lot about Numenera, but it is system agnostic. It's not just for Numenera games. But he does a great job running the game for us. We had a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoy this as well. So here is The Trial of Numenera, episode number three, Teamwork. So what, what does this Hallway 6 have going for it? All right. So there is another of these uh, strange round doors. This one appears to be made of ice, but when you touch it, it's actually constructed of that same strange metal material that the, the one that seemed to be made of water was. And this one also just slides into the wall. It's very easy to open. So would I be out of line for suggesting an elemental theme to this <laughs> underground structure i don't think so because we we certainly had a door that looked like water and now we have a door that looks like ice on the other side of the door is a long hall about 20 feet high and 20 feet wide unlike the other areas you guys have been in so far this hall is well lit with flickering yellow lights along the ceiling the floor here is wet although not as wet as the strange jungle room you were just in. Thanks to the overhead lights, you can see that the liquid here is the same dark orange fluid that you saw outside. Acidic? Yeah, that was the stuff you don't want to touch. Yeah, don't touch the lava. You can't step in the lava. Hey, hey guys. Hey, guys. Don't touch that. It seems to flow from the space ahead toward the main room you just left behind you. At the end of the corridor are three circular doors. One is straight ahead, and then there's one on the left and one on the right. So I believe we walk down the ceiling toward the door on the left that's now on our right? Okay. As you walk uh, to the end of this this corridor and you get to where the three doors are, uh, the three doors all seem to be made of this kind of silvery metal. But as you get near them, that disc that you're carrying uh, lights up like kind of one third of it lights up. Does it change the third that lights up if we point it towards one of the doors or kind of rotate it around or anything? Yes, actually it does. It's very compass-like? Yes. So it's it's making a very bright hat. Good. I push my head with the hat and the mask against one of the doors. Does it open? Um, when you try the doors... Uh, Two of the doors you you cannot budge, but the door that the light on your disc seems to be pointing to slides open easily. Oh. And which door is that? That is the door on your left. Hmm. Is that eight then on the map? Yes, that would be number eight. So so can can we have Magneto open the other doors just to at least get a peek in what's in them? I ask Magneto. Uh, I will acquiesce. I don't. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to roll anything to open these other um, doors? Are you using the the disc thing, or are you just trying to open them with your magnetic powers? Okay, so you asked that, so I feel like... <laughs> well, I, I, I've already mushed the disc into them along with my head and the mask, and they didn't budge, so I think you're down to magnetic powers. I was going to say magnetic powers, okay. yeah. Yeah, make a roll. Move metal! 
19. Nice. Uh, You actually wrench one of the doors open with the squealing sound of tearing metal. Uh, Are you wanting to open the one straight ahead or the one to the right? The one not filled by lava. (laughs) The one filled with treasure and not monsters. (laughs) I like the not lava part. Uh, take, Take the door to the right. That's nicely not to the left. Okay, door number so, two. So, door number two. Ooh, yes. door, door number two. Door, All right. Yeah, door to the right. right. So you guys have opened the door to eight and seven. What's what's seven have in it? Uh, that's a good question. Lava. I look in and try not to get stabbed with tentacles. I hide. You it, fail. Oh, God damn it's it. the crab. <laughs> it's the crab monster's little brother. All right. This this area is a wreck with debris littering the floor. Part of the structure here has collapsed and metallic support beams have crashed down from the ceiling, exposing mechanical conduits above. So there is a lot of debris and just torn up stuff in here. It would it would take quite a bit of doing to to really search the room. Is is it valuable conduit? It might be. Ooh. Possible cipher haven. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure searching the room will get us attacked with tentacles. I say we uh, wrench open the third door. <laughs> what, well, why don't we look in the door that opened with the disc? What what does that room give us? Okay, uh, this chamber is mostly empty, except for a large automaton that is standing in the middle of the room. Ah, oh, and shit. as soon as you guys step in, it charges towards you oh <laughs> i will show you a picture of what it looks like it's charging for a hug it's lonely maybe he's gonna give us ice cream this is what it looks like could be an ice cream automaton okay that guy doesn't want to hug he wants to stab us with his <laughs> armpit blood. doesn't he want to hug us with his arm shields i, I think his that, protective embrace I, I was... <laughs> i'm the key holder i i think he doesn't attack me all right, you guys can roll initiative. Damn. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Why are we I doing these things to. in a game? Nine. Seven. Uh, Thirteen, and I'm trained in initiative. Nice. You guys get to go first. So, uh, as as a bit of a pause to the game here, what does rolling initiative really mean in this? Are we just trying to get a group target to see who goes first or second? Yeah. Is it initiative order like D&D? Well, there's there's different ways you can do it. Um, the way I do it is I do group initiative. So you are trying to beat the level of the creature. And as long as one of you beats it, then you guys all go together first. Oh, okay. But you can, you can do it more like D&D where everybody rolls in... You know, you determine who goes before the creature and who goes after. Is that Numenera's default rule? Uh, yeah, that's the default. I, I do the group thing because it's a little faster. Since I am the uh, Nana who talks to machines, uh, let me go first and I'll see if I can communicate, maybe even shut, shut it down up. or something. Yeah. Hey, baby. You're looking pretty good today. Yeah. Want to go steady? Here. Come here often. <laughs> What's a monstrous robot like you doing in a dingy old place like this? So you're going to try to deactivate him? Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, I want to try to... Uh... Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, I that won't work. It doesn't work on intelligent machines. Oh. This is an intelligent machine. So, so you would know that, so you don't have to wait, waste your action trying to deactivate it. Okay. Um, kind of don't have anything I can do here, so I'll let other people go first and see if I can find something that would be useful. Okay. So, um, Magneto, see if you can throw it against the wall. Uh, my move metal doesn't work like that, but thanks for asking. Um, well, if you're truly like Magneto, your power does whatever you need it to do. To fit the yeah, plot, right. so <laughs> wah, 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 wah. what was that other thing I put on my armor besides the time walking? Uh, you had the retaliation module. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let it, let it hit you. That's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, that's the secondary plan. Beaten up to death. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so I am going to bash it. Okay. I'm going to bash it. I'm going to try to uh, give it damage and then have it be dazed for one round. So I can cool. give my friends a chance to uh, to live. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nice like that, unlike other people in the group. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I got an 11. Uh, you miss. Damn it. Do I want to use that? No. Okay, I miss. Okay, I miss. All right. But at least we know you need higher than 11, guys. Uh, remind me here. What was the strength boost that I got? That restores five to your might pool. Or no, I take that back. That gives you plus one might edge for an hour. Okay. Um, I am... Uh, I need to look at something here. Starting to kind of regret using my Patriot missile earlier. Are costs of our abilities affected by our edges? Yes. All right. I would like to use one of my ciphers. Okay. I want... I want to use the friction-reducing gel, <laughs> and okay. and oh, I want grease. I dirty girl. I want to put it. I want to. I'm guessing this is like a grenade or maybe a spray bottle or something, and I want to throw it or spray it underneath this robot so it slips and falls. Cool. I like it. I'm I'm rolling the dice because I don't know how else this works. <laughs> use some effort. Uh, is this a speed? Is this a might? Uh, this would be speed. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? I will spend some of my pool on that. Um, so it means I only spend two points because of my edge, right? Yes. And so there's one there. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. 20! Yay! Oh, nice! I feel very successful right now. So greasy. That is a major effect. So when you roll a 20, you get any points that you spent on that roll back. Oh. So the points you spent on effort, you get that back. Cool. And you get a major effect, which you, uh, something really cool happens. You could get another action. You could give a bonus to one of your friends. Give me a bonus because I have a cool thing I want to do now. Okay. It's a pretty major thing though. So, so anything that, that you can think of. Okay, so so I was successful in throwing this grease thing yes. underneath the robot. So yes. I'm going to assume that by virtue of the major success, we can say that the robot has slipped and has a weak spot exposed, possibly. Yes, the robot fall down. slips and He's, falls down. Fall down. Definitely. He fell down, his armor cracked open. The, the flashy weak point is exposed, something like that. Okay, yeah. I, I tell you what, you actually, when he falls, you happen to notice on the back of his head, there's this flashing red light that for some reason, you just feel like that's a vulnerable spot. Because it's the turn the off button? Because that <laughs> hit the thing. Yeah. Hit, hit the flashy thing. <laughs> what I want to do is I... I want to run and jump on top of this thing okay. and then activate my reality spike so he can't get up. So it's like the Thor hammer in the, the Thor movie. Yeah! <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> so what do I have to do to make that happen? Um, Just make a roll. That could be speed or might, either one. It's going to be fairly easy because he's prone. Okay. I got a 13. Yeah, definitely. So are you like jabbing the reality spike into him or above him or I, I basically just want to use it essentially just like like uh, what Thor did to uh Loki put it on his chest so that he can't okay. get up at that point. So nice. if it sticks in him, that's great. I just don't want him to be able to wiggle around it. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Maybe you should also push that giant flashing button while you're there just in case it helps. Uh I'll do my part. It's also the self-destruct button. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's it's not a button. It's a it's an area that you'd need to target and do damage. Oh, gotcha. To. But but at least he can't move at this point. No. And, and now I'm free to target that point with my piercing archery. Nice. So so can I can I spend um if 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 I 
effort can either increase my hit or damage, but not both, right? Right, because you only have one effort right now when you're higher tier and you have more than you can do both. Okay, so I'm going to commit my effort to damage and we'll hope that uh, I just hit on the die. Okay. I got a 10. That will hit. Hey! So uh, that was um, four damage from the bow. It was a piercing attack, which I can do for free because it only costs one speed point, which makes it uh, five damage. And then three extra points from Archer, uh, which does cost me one point. So that's uh, eight damage. And is that including the effort? Uh, yes, because my effort was archery for three points, yes. Okay. Eight damage. Nice. Okay. You mess him up. Awesome. Um, Trying to do math. There we go. <laughs> Matt, did you go yet? Yes. I went and fell. Oh, that's right. Unless this is the second round, in which case I will go again. It almost is, but I guess it gets a turn first. Psh. Yeah, so everybody went, I think. All right, well, he tries to get up and he can't because of the reality spike. Um, let's see. <laughs> There's not much he can do. He kind of swings futilely at you guys, but can't reach any of you. And it's your guys' turn again. <laughs> Someone walk up and hit him. Someone with a big sword, staff, thing. Hey, I'll reload my bow and That's shoot me. again. Oh. So, Scott, you were targeting the red eye thing, yeah, right? Yeah, trying to. I, I forgot that bit. So, actually, when you hit him there, uh, both of the big shield things on his arms, like, fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so, he no longer has the big shield thing. Oh, good. Well, does Matthew want to pick one up and beat him with it? <laughs> no, I'm going to use my sword for All right, that. knock yourself out, sir. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to thrust at this guy. That rolled off the table. Yeah. Okay, so that's a 17. That is a hit, and a 17 gives you plus one to your damage. Is that a mechanic of the game? Yeah, uh, 17 gives you plus 1, 18 plus 2, 19 plus 3, and 20 plus 4. Holy Christ. Okay, so then that means I did 7 damage. All right. Uh, you bang him up pretty bad. He's like sparking and smoking now. Okay, I will uh, I will come over with my Varid and thrust. Okay. 20! Yes. <laughs> so that's plus four damage, and that was a thrusting. That's so a plus one. So that's like what nine damage. Uh, you destroy it. And you actually can get some shins from this guy. You can get ten shins <gasps> from him. So. <gasps> Do we do that by <laughs> hacking off his Shit. legs, or how does how does that work? Uh, you know, pulling some buttons off of him and some lights and stuff that look like people would like him for shins. Can we can we loot the robot body for ciphers? You sure can. Um, you do that. You're better. I will assist. Don't screw this up. Well, wait. You, Mike. You technically have a better role than I do, right? So I should assist yeah, you. So far, it's worked out very well that I assist you. So I'm fine okay. with that uh, relationship. So I'll roll the Numenera to find the cipher with your assistance. Uh, I have a 14 on the dice. Okay. Uh, you find four more ciphers and an oddity. I'm excited. This this is fun. <laughs> is there another Predator missile? There's four <laughs> Predator missiles. Yes! All right, you find a knowledge enhancement. Uh, this is an adhesive patch that you put on your skin like a, like a nicotine patch. And when you smack it, it activates and gives you training and speed defense for an hour. Hmm. Wow. Cool. You find a ray emitter... It's a handheld device that fires concentrated light. It does eight damage. 
That's my I favorite had one missile. of those before. So and it's Iron Man's arm? <laughs> <laughs> you find another ray emitter that is a shoulder-mounted device that fires a magnetic wave that does seven damage. Should we give that to Magneto? He can be double Magneto. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> I was going to say, can I have the magnet one? You find a detonator that's a handheld projector, and it does eight shrapnel damage. And that can fire a long range. Oh, that sounds like something that the person who can't hit with a bow should use. Yes, it does. I would like the knowledge enhancer. And you also find a machine control implant, which is a disc that adheres to your forehead. D does it match my hat and mask? <laughs> Probably. Then, if would would it be overkill to give it to the guy who talks to machines? <laughs> That'd probably be the smart thing to do. But why would we do that? This allows you to mind control a device at long range. Yeah, I kind of can already do that in a way, so that would not be. Well, this is above and be like you can turn things on and off. This you can actually control it and oh, make it okay. do whatever you want. You, you better take that. All right, then I do. Then I do want that. So if we would have had that before we fought the robot, yeah, then we would have had a dancing robot. Yeah. It would have come along and now is there like a, and... is there like a giant list of random magic item tables that you're pulling these from, or is yeah, there, is that yeah. is that in the module that you're reading? Uh, I'm. I actually got all these from the core book. So there's a lot of uh, ciphers in the core book, but there's a whole book, uh, Sir Arthur's Guide to the Numenera, that's just full of this stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna take the Knowledge Enhancer. Um, who want? He'll. Who wants what? I got. I'll take the talk to computers. Thing. I took the shrapnel um, launcher. Scott was gonna take the long range weapon, and Matthew's gonna take the magnetic wave inducer flux capacitor. Yes, I am. Okay. Cool. And the oddity you guys find is a pair of contact lenses that make your eyes seem completely white with no pupils. Huh, that seems odd. <laughs> oh, God. I Very hate nice. This. <laughs> the puns, they never end. It wasn't even a pun. Um, so do we try door number three? Well, wait, let's let's look at the rest of this room. Um, so we killed the robot. What else is in here? Can we make a, a search or a perception or something? Sure. I have a 15 to do whatever. Okay. Uh, you actually, amidst the wreckage in the room, you find an artifact, which is a molecular bonder. What? What? <laughs> and I will tell you. So we found is. super glue? molecular super glue whoa so this we is a piece of resistance this is a handheld device with a number of controls and a pointed end this device fuses two objects together with a bond strength equal to its level which is eight if flesh bonded in this way in this way it's torn apart it suffers damage equal to device level so it basically binds things together so we can finally become Siamese twins quick turn it on and it has a depletion of 1 and 1 to 1d6. So artifacts uh, have depletion. So every time you use this, you roll a six-sided. And if you roll a 1, then that's the last time it works. And it's out of juice after that. Oh, so it's kind of like a reverse recharge roll on, on certain abilities. Yeah. But what's cool is you can use XP to re-roll any roll. So if you have XP and you deplete something that you really like, you can spend XP and roll that again and hopefully not roll a one again. Okay. Is there anything else in this room? Any doors or anything? Uh, no, that's it. <sighs> hmm. So do we want to go in the room that has all the rubbish in it or try to force open the other door? Um, I'm sort of a completionist. So I would like to go into that room and search for a bit. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. There is something else in this room. Oh, now that I look at my uh -oh. map again, there is a an entrance on the south wall. Which here I'll show you the map again. You can see it. 
and it leads to another corridor that slopes down. Mm. Ooh. Don't do it. Let's take door number three first. Yeah, I kind of agree with looking at the other rooms before we do anything else. Yep. So I say we uh, we go in there and we uh, we search. If all four of us work together and search, we should be able to clear it pretty quickly. Okay. All right. So so one of you can make a search roll and everybody else can help, which will give them a total of a plus three on what they roll. All right. Everybody look at uh, Denwar and say, don't screw this up. <laughs> I, I rolled a 14 after that wonderful speech. Oh. So I need to change my descriptor again. I'm now tracing the me- mechanical nano who is a motivational speaker. Uh, so you yeah. find uh, a bunch of useless stuff. God damn it. You also find five more ciphers if you guys need more. And you find a scrap of paper that says vessel question mark, but from where question mark. Hmm. Is that from us from the past? <laughs> oh, we, God. we use that time shift device in the future, the next room. Yes. We're about to see ourselves get in. All right, so one of the ciphers is a monoblade. Uh, it looks like a hilt, and when you activate it, a blade of energy comes out, and it does... It's a lightsaber. Oh, it does seven oh, damage. Oh, oh me! <laughs> Maybe maybe we should give it to the guy who has no weapons. <laughs> there Mis- is that. Mis- Mr. Blowgun. I'm, I'm functionally useless when it comes to combat if I don't have a Predator drone missile. You're functionally useless with the Predator <laughs> drone missile. Hey. It had to be said. I'm sorry. I speak truths. He is Professor Crunch. All right. So you guys also found another reality spike. Oh, that's mine. And you found a shock nodule, which goes on a weapon. Think I should I, take that, I'll, but that's I'll just take, me. I'll put it on my bow. <laughs> so you can miss. Like you'll—it's like a negative reinforcement. Every time you miss, you shock yourself, so you stop I, missing. I—I so I, I, I think you guys expect me to miss so much. I just want it so that when I miss, you are shocked. I hate to do this, but that's not negative reinforcement. That would be positive punishment. <laughs> that's what I meant. So basically, this will make your weapon do one extra damage for 28 hours, which is a day. Cool. And you also find a speed boost. This is a, a liquid that you drink, and it gives you plus one speed edge for an hour. Somebody want to take the Red Bull? I'd like the Red Bull, please. Are we going to give Mike both the reality spike and the mic on the monoblade? Sure. Or, no, didn't uh, Matt want the monoblade? He is the fighter. Yes. But he already has a giant weapon that he can use. I, I have nothing that I can use in combat. Yeah, Mike has no weapons. Fine. Plus, it's a fucking lightsaber. Come on. Whatever. All right. So we got a bunch of stuff. Was there anything else in this room? All right, so is there anything else in the room besides the ciphers that we found? Uh, there's one other cipher. It's a fireproofing spray. It's a spray canister, and, and whatever you spray it on is pretty much immune to fire. We, we spray it on Caleb's hands for the next thing he touches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes! Open your mouth. We're going to eat some chili pepper. Whoa! Is ghost it non-toxic peppers? fireproof spray? <laughs> No, pretty much Doesn't it matter. kills you. It's asbestos in a can. He's some sort basically. of alien. Who's the matter? Uh, so we so we try the third door. Magneto opens the door. Okay. Would you like me to roll for that, or can I just do it? Uh, yeah, make a roll. Oh damn! Don't screw this up. Well, well, wait. Can we try? If we mess around with the glowing disc we had before, Stop is there any way we head. can figure? <laughs> Can we can we figure out a way like to line it up so it it lights up with the door in front of us? Is there a puzzle aspect to this? Yeah, you can try that. All right, I'll wait. I I try that. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You you kind of fiddle the thing around until 
it lights up pointing at the door and it slides open easily. I take my hat back and I look figured it out. I I use I'm using my smarts in this dungeon. I'm not just a hack and slasher. I'm proud of myself. That's right. So so what's behind door number three here? Oh, so this is room number nine. Glistening like eggs of glowing blue glass, eight nodules, each two feet high and half as wide, are positioned within this chamber amid a winding maze of controls, cables, and mechanisms. I unplug them. Do they die off of life support? (laughs) I'd like to make a Numenera roll to try to understand what I'm looking at. Okay. I have a three. I understand nothing. You didn't wait for my motivational speech, you dumbass. <laughs> I re-rolled and got a four. <laughs> Your motivation has failed. No, because I didn't give you this, the motivational trigger word. Don't screw this up, but it's too late. You already did <laughs> twice. So I, I will scan the room and see if I can, you know, help out our okay. uh, party here. Sure. Do you want to make a, a Numenera roll, too? Sure. Hey, don't screw this up. I didn't. I got a 14. <laughs> Bam. Nice. Exactly. All right. Well, well, as you guys guessed, uh, these things do seem to be on some kind of strange like life support. Um, when you scan these nodules, uh, you are pretty sure that these are not from your dimension or universe, however you want to think of it. These are from a, a place very, very alien from here. So like New York? And and they seem to be like kind of like eggs or cocoons. There are life forms inside of them. Are they growing. elderly people from a retirement community? Because I think I've seen this one. <laughs> and one of them has diabetes. You do think that they are high, highly intelligent, whatever they are. <laughs> are they writing equations on the inside of their cocoon eggs? Is that... They're reading a bunch of big literature in there. No, they're smart enough not to go in and fight a crab monster because it, it's got floating heads. They they have highly highly evolved neural neural systems. So I will relay this information to my compatriots that these eggs are inhabited by an intelligent alien creature. So I assume we will kill them all. <laughs> no, we're not murder hobos. Aren't we, though? Okay. I mean, this this is space and the future and their alternate dimension things. I don't want, like, eight tiny Cthulhus, like, destroying the Earth. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the horror kind of... from beyond our universe does not belong here, right? Is there any kind of movement in the eggs, or... Are they um, hatching? No, they... I mean, they're alive, but they're not really moving. Can we try to communicate with them? Oh, God, don't wake them up. Yeah, you can try. How how are you going to try to communicate? I think we should try to communicate their death via finding a stealthy way to unplug them that doesn't also wake them up. Are you going to kill <laughs> us if we set you free? What why don't you touch the spot on your head and just command the machines to murder them? <laughs> I bet I bet the life support machines are capable of doing that if they're really motivated. <laughs> I I can't disagree with Scott right now. <laughs> but I, I, do we are we going to assume this is something bad? Maybe it's not. Okay, so these alien things have been in this state for a while. There's nothing to say that they're going to jump out now. So there's more spaceship to explore perhaps we go on further and we find like the torture chamber where they collect specimens (laughs) from other worlds and we come back and go okay yeah they're assholes and we kill them um so how about we just leave them alone for now and come back and and we'll call the mental command of the life support to murder them plan b yes (laughs) that's a good plan b all right plan b Genocide of an alien species. Highly advanced. <laughs> hey, that's a good plan B. It's strong. It's dedicated. It's good. I support it. So, yeah, let's keep exploring. All right. Let's see. 
is there another door to move out of this room or have we missed something? Uh, yeah, there, like the other rooms you were in, there is a corridor to the south that slopes down. I'm guessing we're smart enough to assume that the other corridor we looked at that slopes down probably also goes in the same general direction that this corridor slopes down towards. Yes. Yes, it does seem that way. All right. Well, let's move forward carefully. All right. So you're moving forward. Is anyone not moving forward care- carefully? Um, Matthew is not. Matthew moves forward reckless, recklessly. I'm always reckless. Reckless okay. and abandonment. Okay, Matthew. Um, I'm going to offer you a GM intrusion. Oh, shit. So, well, actually, I guess you can't accept it or can't refuse it because... So normally, if you had XP, you could refuse this by spending two XP. Gotcha. But you don't have any XP, so you have to take it. <laughs> I love it. I was going to take it anyway. So you, you get one XP, and you get one to give away. Who would you like to give an XP to, and, and why? I would like to give the XP to Caleb, because he always believes in me. Okay. Aw. I love you, buddy. You're my favorite. So as as you're walking through the room, you uh, trip on a on a conduit, and as you uh, catch yourself from falling, you accidentally touch one of the egg things. All right. And you need to make an intellect defense roll. So this is an intellect roll. You can spend intellect effort if you want. Let's see what I roll first before I throw some effort into it. Well, you you have to. Decide before you roll. Ah. <laughs> Do it, buddy. Do it. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll throw the effort Spend into it. it. I'll throw the effort into it. I'll okay. throw the effort okay. into it. Here we go. Ha, 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 ha. Ah, 18 plus effort. God damn it. Nice. That's a good roll. Yeah. All right. So when you touch this egg, you feel this very alien presence enter your mind and you think maybe it's trying to communicate with you. It seems to be rummaging through your thoughts and your memories, and it's excruciating. Ah, he doesn't have any of those. <laughs> it's excruciatingly painful, but because uh, you made your roll, you don't actually take any damage from it. Excellent. But it's very unpleasant as whatever this thing is, is trying to communicate with you and failing. And then you, you know, it's just a brief instant when you touch this thing, and then you kind of jerk your hand away, and it's over. Nah, son of a bitch. This thing is dangerous. <laughs> Good thing I didn't poke it. I do have uh, training riding and placating animals, so <laughs> I'm going to take this thing and put it in my explorer's pack and train it to be my mount for later on. But right now, let's finish exploring the ship. <laughs> well, would it be worth maybe one of our more intelligent might be the strong word members of the party <laughs> to attempt this communication i rolled the goddamn 18 michael <laughs> i'm the damn smart i all i need to do now is feed this thing three goombas and it's gonna grow into a mount <laughs> just don't get it wet or feed it after midnight yeah because then it becomes bad news bears and uh, and make sure you hire howie mandel to do some voice work of course who else am I going to hire? <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to clarify. I, that's the assumption I made. Excellent. So let's explore again. Bum, bum. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys are continuing down this uh, chain or this passageway that kind of angles down. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. You enter another chamber. This is a large circular chamber, nearly as big across as the main room that you guys first entered, and twice as tall. In it is a clear tank that's shaped like a figure eight and about three quarters full of the same dark orange fluid that you guys saw before. The liquid is slowly seeping through many fissures and cracks in the walls of the tank. In the tank, you see a, a myriad of unknown creatures of all sizes and shapes swimming frantically around, eyeing you through the translucent material. Sound like friends. Didn't you say that that stuff was like caustic and painful to be touching? Yes. 
Yeah, these guys are like swimming in it like it's water. Do, do, do they have like arms and legs in addition to little swimmy tails? Do they look like tadpoles that could evolve into frogs that could murder us on the shore? Or can we crack the glass, get out of the way of the caustic stuff, and then drown them all in air? They they are completely alien creatures. And and as you guys enter... Well, I, I, my, my, my flex skill is xenobiology. Ooh, good one. <laughs> Are you going to kill us if we set you free? Wait, wait. Someone get a helicopter with some lights on it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> ba, 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 I'm going to make a mashed potato mountain. Awesome. This is awesome. Let's do the it. The Devil's Tower. <sighs> you guys all hear a strange voice in your mind. Is it breathing heavily? Ah! And uh, it starts speaking in your mind, and it sounds like it's cycling through a variety of languages until... Like an old-timey radio? Yeah. And it keeps changing languages, and then it finally says in the truth, which is the language that you guys all speak, it says, our life is, is flowing out. Can you help us? Do they look like they have treasure? You have their treasure in your pocket already. <laughs> so I, I'm going to look around the room a little bit. The orange stuff is flowing out of this giant container they're in, right? Yeah. It's like cracked in numerous places. Do, do we think that the really smart things in the tanks in the last room might be smart enough to fix the tanks in this room? Make a intellect roll. That's a 13 plus my xenobiology skill. You think that the things in the other room might be uh, like the like infants of what these things are. You think these are adults of the creatures that are in the eggs. Well, how do, the, um, how do they move from one place to the other? The squirrels move them? <laughs> don't know. I want to try to talk to these guys and ask them uh, if they mean us any harm or if if helping them would uh, end up killing us in some way. I already did that. They didn't respond yet. <laughs> they they say, uh, we, we mean you no harm. We're, we're just here to observe, but the, the barrier has been breached. Our, our life is flowing out. Soon we will die. We cannot go home while, while this is broken. All right. So here's my thought. Huddle up guys. Yep, Huddle yep, up. Yep. <laughs> No, huddle no. up. Okay, huddle up. So, so we use the thing that makes us fireproof, and then we use the super glue. Yeah, the, well, the super glue gonna be a great way to repair the tank. But here's the thing: I'm not seeing an upside for us in the repairing the tank plan. They don't have wallets in there. <laughs> Are you sure? I look again. Hey, do they hey have guys, wallets? do you have wallets? Looks like no. <laughs> So, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll turn back to the, the floaty guys in the orange goop. I'm like, hey, um, we, it, it, we might be able to help, but, uh, I mean. We need wallets. What, what's, what's in it for us? How many $20 are you going to give us? I need so many buttons. You guys better have a lot. You better have not invented the zipper because we're going to need a big-ass pile of buttons for this. And maybe some buckles? You have a lot of buckles in there? Oh, a few of buckles. I'm cutting those shits in half. Maybe a spring clip or a bobby pin? They, they say our, our ship is failing. We, we must go home. We will leave it here. You can have it. There are many Ooh. valuable things here, I'm sure. I say, but, but we already have your ship. We're in it right now. One, how are you going to get home without it? And two, you got to offer us something better than we already got. I agree. 112%. Don't, don't tell them we already took all the treasure. Shut up. There, there is more. You've only seen a small part of what there is. How would we fix this? These guys are speaking my language. Ugh, guys, I, I, I think we should help Do them. we show them the glue gun and ask I them how agree. it works or something? Well, I think we know how it works. Oh, yeah, apparently we do. Do, do, do we? Do, uh, well, I, I don't know. I ask them if they're um, in their wisdom of crafting this beautiful ship. They have any uh, patches on board somewhere for their big ass tank? We we did not build the ship. We are just passengers. 
we rented it. Is that the word? Oh, you're not getting your deposit back. <laughs> did did you rent the giant robot and the blue crab thing that tried to kill us? I really hope you got the insurance. I think this is a mobile zoo and we're talking to one of the exhibits. No, they they came after we crashed. They were not here before. How long ago did you crash? Long Many moons. Long before you existed. I don't know if it exists for a long time, buddy. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. I I feel I feel the flashing GM sign. I feel magnanimous. We got a shitload of treasure. I'm magnetic. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. Here. Okay. I want to. I want to use the speed boost just in case I have to dodge out of the way. Okay. I want to use the fireproof spray on your booties and middies in, in case the orange caustic shit sets me on fire. Okay. And then I want to go over to the container and use the molecular bonder to try to patch up the holes, being extremely careful to not touch the sides of the glass or the the molecular sticky stuff that comes out of it my hands will not come in contact with anything that's so I'm out being of character super duper careful <laughs> i i will prepare my laser sword to cut off his wrist when he inevitably fails and <laughs> glue himself to the container <laughs> all right uh make make a roll for this sir <laughs> sounds like a good plan is this a, a speed roll I'm making, or yeah, or just yeah, a general probably. Roll? Yeah, speed roll. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and spend edge or spend some pool on this. Okay. Now this is something I was kind of assuming, but I might be wrong. I can only spend once because our edge is one, right? Uh, yeah. You can only spend one because your effort is one. My effort is one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So if the effort goes up that goes up when we level up yes yeah so that would mean i could spend multiple increments to get yep. multiple bonuses yep you got gotcha it. okay so uh i was spending one taking me down to 10 speed 14 on the dice nice all right uh you you start patching this up with with the molecular bonder and uh it's almost like this this artifact was made to do this task. It works very, very well. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> yeah. And you start you start sealing up the uh, the breaches in this tank. It's just a matter of time. You'll you'll get it sealed. Do, do, do we need to like cool. uh, put in any food at the top or anything? I mean, no one's fed these things for <laughs> yeah. thousands of years. Yeah, is there one of those little shells that dissolves slowly over a couple yeah. weeks that we can just drop? I'm wondering in? if we need to take them out of the tank and like clean it. I'm, mean, uh, you know, I I bet this used to just be water, and 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 ten billion <laughs> millennia of urine has soaked that into the most caustic acid you've possibly imagined. Uric acid, <laughs> urea, and urea, and urea too. So, so you you finally seal up this tank, and and when you finally seal it up, it fills up the rest of the way with this orange goo. You're not sure where the orange goo is coming from, and this uh, apparatus descends from the ceiling to the top of the tank, and lights start flashing on it, and you you hear this large uh, kind of thrumming, humming sound, and then the uh, the next thing you know, the tank is empty. There's no orange goo. There's no creatures in it. It's just empty. And the apparatus do? like goes back up into the ceiling. So why didn't they teleport 10 billion millennia ago? Lazy fish. And then... They teleport an atomic bomb back in their place? <laughs> no, no. Bombs can't go through teleporters. That's a rule. The uh the the tank like descends into the floor and the floor closes around it and a hatch that you guys did not see before opens in the back wall, revealing still more of the ship with 
who knows what kinds of goodies inside. Ooh, treasures. No, it's all just candy, <laughs> but honestly, I'm cooler with that. Oh, okay. Is is this like the scene in National Treasure when they light the torch and all <laughs> it just whoosh, all that all that oil in those trenches just lights up and it's just gold as far as the computer they, they, can generate. They know the 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 movie slash one shot is over, and so you might as well fill one room with more gold slash treasure that has been mined That's through right. the entire history of humankind. There you go. Well, yeah, it's yeah, all, all in that room, Scott. Come on. <laughs> we turn on each other and fight to the death. <laughs> Thanks for attending the RPG Academy and listening to our podcast. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. This podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We will use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out numerous ways. One, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes, or you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Also, if you clear your cookies and then visit Amazon or drive through RPG through our portal, we get a kickback from your orders, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like an RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at vrpgacademy.com, or you can reach us on social media such as Facebook and Google+. We are there under the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>